Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the CNM podcast. <laughs> Cody here with Marcel. Yeah, what the fuck is going on, people? Um, so yeah, we're here to do the show today. We got some some uh, some interesting topics to talk about today. But uh, Marcel, how are you today, man? Dude, I am doing great. How are you, Cody? Um. I had a hell of a day, honestly. Yeah, it better be good. <laughs> I mean, we're recording this, you know, on uh, Tuesday night, so this be out Wednesday, whatnot. But um, I was late for work today. Um, really? What time you had to be in? Eleven, and I overslept like a motherfucker. I didn't wake up till like ten fifty-eight, and I was like, "Fuck, I am gonna be so late for work." So I had to call and. Let, let them know I was going to be late and shit, so... Yeah, before they're, like... Be, probably before, like, their panties going to the knot and their pussies start to get sand in it. You know how it is? <laughs> oh, my goodness, where's Cody? I want him to be here. I miss his loins. Cody! What the fuck? You're not here on time, Cody! Oh, J- Jesus Christ, if they started... Saying shit like that, I'd be like, ah, oh, a different job. If they started to sound like that, I would laugh on the inside and cry on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give them confused emotions of, like, what's going on. Like, oh my goodness, guys, you're crying about me. I feel the love. And then the inside, I'm like, you guys are pathetic. Get a life. <laughs> get a life. Just get a life. Yeah, I mean, it was just a challenging day. I was, it, it was a struggle. It really was because the struggle well, is real. I mean, whenever I'm like late, because I hate being late for anything, you know, um, late for work, late for uh, anything, really. So, I came late, so I was like super behind, like the whole day. I felt like I was trying to catch up, you know, because I was behind. And then, of course, you know, you got coworkers and stuff like that who doesn't make your day any better. And then, yeah, it was just a challenging day all around. But, you know, it's good that we're here to do the podcast and, you know, yeah. we can decompress and uh, talk about some shit. But before we can do that, let's talk about our sponsors here, shall we? Uh, first sponsor of this episode is the KA Show, Keith Zuccarelli. And Anthony DeZonzo are two lifelong friends who started this podcast 15 years ago until it was suddenly canceled. The dynamic duo has been back for quite some time and has brought their brand of comedy to their loyal listeners on a weekly basis with their hashtag Dear Beth skits and their fierce roasting of Angel. Hashtag Fuck Angel. Fuck Angel! Check out KA on SoundCloud and iTunes. Be sure to like their Facebook which is facebook.com slash KNA Radio Show, and follow them on Twitter at KNA Show. And speaking of Keith, uh, part two of our uh, conversation with Keith, that will be released later on this week. Uh, we, had, we had a great talk with Keith. Um, I enjoyed the conversation we had. Um, yeah, actually, that episode did really well. Over 100 downloads. So yeah, we're um, we're stoked on how well part one came out, and yeah, part two is gonna be dropping soon. So be sure to be on the lookout for that podcast and uh, hear me, Marcel, and keep talk some more shit on part two of that episode. I think that conversation was really well that we had 
Especially when we got into talking about a bag of dicks. <laughs> a bag of dicks. <laughs> Everything is better with a bag of dicks. Just remember that, people. And just to kind of preview part two, because I have uh, edited and uh, and then saved and it's ready for upload. Um, to kind of preview part two, uh, it's a continuation of us talking about women, porn stars especially. Uh, <laughs> yes! My um, favorite. I'll also talk about the situation um, that happened over the summer with the Visionary Network. We also talk about uh, Lucas Rojas and um, Marcel also uh, gives a little uh, background on the development of his motivational skits that he's going to be doing here in the near future. So that's a preview for the part two of that episode. And speaking of Lucas Rojas, we're now we're getting into our second sponsor, and that is the Lucas Rojas Ranch Show. That's right, Lucas Rojas is back with a whole new podcast, and Lucas will be debuting this new podcast very soon, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, it is lucasrojasrants.fireside.fm. So, yeah, be sure to check out the Lucas Rojas Rant Show here on Fireside. And it'll be soon available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and all your favorite podcasting platforms. All right, so uh, we're going to get into the song of this episode, and it is The Ill Mind of Hobson 9. And, yeah, man, this song, you know, it's very dark, it's very emotional, and... Yeah, and it'll open up our uh, our conversation um, for our first conversation topic for this podcast. So here we are for uh, the song of this episode. It's the Ill Mind of Hobson Nine. Hey kids, today's magic number is gonna be the number nine. Mm. Nine. Mm-hmm. Our lives could have been so good, but mama had to fuck it all up. And now your daddy doesn't fuck with your mama. Hell no, no, daddy doesn't fuck with your mama. All together, come on. Our lives could have been so good, but mama had to fuck it all up. really wish I knew you. I'm your father you'll probably never be introduced to. You'll only see me on TV or maybe YouTube. But now I know your mama is probably dating some new dude. So how you liking Earth? Are you loving your existence? I wasn't at your birth, cause your mother made me miss it. I tried to get a visa, I applied and they denied it. Cause your mama told the police that I beat her, she was lying. And now I'm banned for something bad that I ain't even do. There's a lot of land and water separating me and you. You are far away in Australia and I am in America. So I cannot be there to do all of the things a parent does This is my attempt at me raising you from a distance You have Hobson in your blood, you are special and you are gifted The punishment your mother is giving me doesn't seem fair Just know I love you son, and I'm wishing that I could be there Our lives could have been so good, but mama had to fuck it all up It's sad And now your daddy doesn't fuck with your mama Hell no, nope, daddy doesn't fuck with your mama Now sing it with me son Our lives could have been so good, but mama had to fuck it all up yeah, that's it. And that's why daddy doesn't fuck with my mama. That's why what? Now, daddy doesn't fuck with my 
intense feeling cursed. You're partially black. I'm confident they're feeling nervous. They don't like colored people, and their eyes are still averted. They assume you're gonna grow up shooting guns and stealing purses. But that's not true. Son, don't be sad. I know you're not like that. You know I got your back. Listen, here's a funny joke that you can tell your grandmother. She looks like the marshmallow man from Ghostbusters. Oh, I forgot. You're too young to know what that is. But that's the kind of thing I like to say to plumpy fat chicks. The humps on mom's chest are not real, they're elastic. And if you look closely, you can see she's made of plastic, like a toy. You're my boy, my son, my friend. I promise we gon' be together somehow in the end. I am very ashamed that you don't have my last name. Every night I go to bed and I'm feeling this wicked pain because our lives could have been so good, but mama had to fuck it all up. And now your daddy doesn't fuck with your mama. Hell no, no, daddy doesn't fuck with your mama. You know what time it is, son. Our lives could have been so good, but mama had to fuck it all up. That's right. And that's why daddy doesn't fuck with my mama. Daddy doesn't no. fuck with who? My life has hit the floor I can't lie to you Shit is hard I should be building with the Lord It could be what I'm missing Or maybe I should continue To hurt your mama And diss some more Just to relieve the tension That sits in my heart Cause it is sore When I'm spitting bars About all my cash And exquisite cars This was all my vision And you were the one I did it for My relationship with your mama Is sitting in the morgue After all this hell I can't lie I do what she did it for Our lives are so unhappy Cause this world is cold and nasty Just know your daddy Don't condone having A broken family I'm so sad We couldn't work out Our issues for you arrived and now you have to suffer cause mom and daddy have stupid lives you're way too young to notice it you don't deserve to go through this if i do see your mom again this time i will assault the bitch at least then i feel like my banning was justified look at your mom and thank her for fucking up all our lives and sing our lives could have been so good but mom had to fuck it all up and now your daddy doesn't fuck with your mama hell no no daddy doesn't fuck with your mama where's my choir at our lives could have been so good Sorry I can't be there with you, but I'll be there soon But daddy doesn't fuck with your mama, no, no, no Daddy doesn't fuck with your mama, just know that Our lives could have been so good, but mama had to fuck it all up And that's why daddy doesn't fuck with my mama, hell no No, daddy doesn't fuck with my mama Hobson 9 off the new album No Shame and man like that's some deep shit right there man you know I mean okay so for those of you who don't follow Hobson or like don't understand what's going on um, this song was basically Hobson talking about you know um, his broken relationship with his ex uh, her name is Alice Madden uh, she is uh, she's in Australia she lives in Australia uh, her and Hobson they dated for like five or six years and uh, and like he went 
um, in September of 2016 to propose to her and come to find out that she was cheating on him with a, with a personal trainer. And she was pregnant at the time um, with his kid and whatnot. And there was a situation that went down. Um, like they were at a hotel and he pushed her down onto the bed and then she proceeded to file assault charges against him and Hobson is now banned from Australia because of it. Therefore, he cannot see his son, you know, and it's just really sad, you know. Um, as far as what I think of the song, I thought the song was, was great. Like the music video. Um, however, the only problem I have with it, though, there's like one line in there that I thought was questionable. Um, he's, I, thought, I think he said something along the lines of, I, I can't even lie, I wish she did abort. Which is kind of screwed up, you know. But I think it's just more so like him saying like, well, I wouldn't be having all these problems and all this stress and all this sadness in my life, you know, if she would have, you know, just went through the abortion and whatnot. But like, but regardless, you know, Hobson, you know, like he says that he wished he could be a part of his son's life and he can't, you know, and that it hurts, you know, it would hurt any man, I think, unless you don't give a shit, you know, which a lot of, there's a lot of deadbeat dad out deadbeat fathers out there that just don't give a shit about being in their son's life and whatnot. Uh, Marcel, what do you think about the whole situation and the old mind of Pops and Nine? What I think about it is it's, it's, you know, clearly it's fucked up. A lot of people understand how far a mom will go for their child, but with today's society, they still struggle to see how far a father will go for their child. And, like, Hobson, he'll bend over backwards. He'll bend over backwards fucking through his legs. And do some fucking jumping jacks, twists, flips, all that kind of bullshit. Just to see his son. Like, he missed the birth of his child. I know there's a lot of people out there, like, a lot of dads out there that would miss it. But, from, like, what I'm getting from the song is that Hobson wouldn't have missed it. He would have been there. You know, married her, got her the shit that he thought you know, she would have liked. And I mean, like, in a way, like, I'm like Hobson. Like, I would do anything for my child. I would be with my baby mama. You know, I'd marry her, give her the shit she needs. Like, she's fucking carrying my child for nine months. You know how much of a struggle that is? I don't understand, but I mean, you moms out there, you, you understand. The struggle is real. But, like, it's fucked up. Like, who in the right mind We'll give up one thing for something that's not going to last long. It's like a relationship. Like, when people cheat, I don't understand how they do it, but they do it. You know, like, I can see, like, the relationship falling apart. And you're like, oh, this person is showing me attention. They're showing me this. Well, they're going to show you it because they want something from you. They want either, you know, money, sex, or even just you in general want you to leave the person you're with to come with them. And that's how a lot of relationships are messed up because they want you for one thing and you don't see it. And it's it's horrible. And I mean, in, in a way, like his son can eventually meet him, meet Hobson, like his son, I don't even know what his son's name is. But like, uh, Zayda. 
A Zaid. 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 Yeah, Zaid is his name. Zaid. Yes. It's real dark. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean. When, when Zaid becomes like 18 to 21, he can get a ticket to one of his dad's concert, you know, do a meet and greet and be like, hey, what's up? Put on his hand and be like, hey, what's up? I'm your son. Well, no, I, I, I don't think Hobson wants that to be like that. I, I mean, yeah, but Hobson has no other choice. He, he, well, he, he can, can maybe get in contact with his son as if the mom lets him. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, I mean, I, all I gotta say is that she's about to go through hell because once he goes through that period of like a teenage year where he starts rebelling, she's all hell's gonna break loose for her. She's a real, she's a dumb whore. I'm sorry to say, like, I don't like the word, I don't like to call people whores, but what she did just put her in that whore bag. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, how the fuck can you do that? This guy is clearly committed to being with you. And even today's generation, like my generation and younger and somewhat older, like, they're, they struggle relationship after relationship. Like, I see a lot of relationships that are lasting a long time, though. Well, it's like they're struggling to even have a committed relationship because it's, you know, people cheat. And they're like, oh, it's not going to catch up with me. Yes, it will. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I did so much dumb shit when I was younger that I was like, it's not going to catch up to me, you know? Come on. Throw one more ball at me. I can take it. It's catching up to me now because my back, my body just hurts day after day. I can't take it anymore. Oh, no, I can't. I can't do it. Save me. Yeah, he's making himself sound older than what he really is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, that's because I am. My body might be 20, but I'm like 65. Oh, you ain't no damn 65 years old. Says the 75, fucker. Oh you're you're right. I'll, Your body's 26, but you're 75. Don't lie. Uh, that, that makes me look sound like an old fuck. That's my I'm point. not. I'm not ready to be an old fuck yet, dude. You think I'm ready to be an old fuck? My, I'm 20 years old and I fucking have knee problems like a fucking 56 year old man. <laughs> yeah. Might as well start calling me grandpa. More like a. I said that more like a 30, 35 year old man, really. Any problems with a 35 year old man? We're greatly exaggerating here on the podcast. But, anyways, um, back, back on topic. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a shame how the whole situation presented itself. And I guess, you know, people try to warn Hobson, like, hey, you know, she's only with you for your fame and your money and stuff like that. And, you know, and sometimes that's how it is, unfortunately with women and celebrities and everything like that. Like, like if me and Marcel, if we become famous and whatnot, you know, we might have to deal with that problem. I mean... The struggle is going to be real to even find a committed relationship. Right, because once you hit it big, you know, I mean, people are going to come up to you and ask you for money all the time. Like, hey, can you loan me $1,000? Or they'll, like, hold something over your head. Like, remember when I did this for you and want money out of it? Like, I don't remember that, but okay, whatever you say. Right. And there, I mean, and there are several songs on this new album, No Shame, 
um, that like address the situation. Like uh, the the opening song, the album "Hotel in Sydney." That's the that's that song um, kind of re- is a recanting of what happened with the whole assault charge thing. And I guess um, not only did she come clean about the personal trainer, apparently she was working at a strip club. What a hooker. Yeah, like, you're pregnant with this man's kid and you're working at a strip club. I mean, for her to work at a strip club while pregnant, she must look good pregnant. I guess so, but still, like, yeah, but, I mean, just Hobson just... Like went back to that night and was like laying all of his emotions, the the sadness, the anger, everything on the table, and it was just dark. And then there was this another song too. Um, it's, it's called "Tell Him Tell Him Who You Got It From," and the song opens with a con- with a phone call. I assume from like a family member, or a friend, family friend or whatever, and uh, they you know they said, "Hey, hey, Marcus." Um, uh, we haven't heard from you. you know, the family hasn't heard from you in a while and stuff like that. I hope you're doing okay. Um, I, I don't know what's going on. It can't be about this baby because it's something that you did to yourself. I'm like, okay, so he can't feel bad about it? He can't feel sad about it? Like, the fuck? Like, like, how can he not feel bad about it? He can't be in his child's life. Like, I mean, we don't have kids, but I'm, I'm a family guy. <laughs> family guy. Oh, God. But, like, I mean, I don't have any kids, but I want to have kids. My mom has seven kids total. I'm one of them. Don't, don't start judging. You don't know what she's been through. <laughs> but, I mean, every time I go to this, I, like, where I work at, I deal with families. I deal with Little kids, teenagers, adults, you name it, they come in, you know? But, like, I, I like kids. I like to make them happy. I've even, like, considered buying a bag of candy, and when a kid's acting up, I'll be like, hey, if you're good to your mom, you can have this sucker, or you can have this chocolate bar, or you can have this piece of gum, but you have to promise me that you can be good for your mom. I mean, I'm not, like, trying to flirt with the mom unless she's hot. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> but like I hope you guys get what I'm saying like I, I don't like hearing babies cry it's like one of my fears like I, I want to protect kids it's I want to help raise kids like if I have any kids of my, of my own I'll drop everything I'll be with that woman no matter what and like you know help raise my child I, I, I didn't have my father in my life until I turned about 18 years old we got in touch, we started talking. And I wanna make a change. I, a lot of people say, I can't, if I continue to look at my past, I'll never be able to live a happy life. That is false because I look in the past and I look forward to the future. I'm planning things out for myself. Like I wanna have kids. I look to my past and see that I didn't have a father. I wasn't able to get out the things that I had bottled in because I didn't have somebody to talk to and who like understand what was going on. I can't pick up the phone right now and call my dad and be like, can you help me through a situation? I got something going on. Like, no, I can't do that. I, but I, if I have kids, like, I want them to come to me or even go to their mother and be like, can you help me out, understand this, like, what's going on? Because I've been in a situation recently that no one can help me out with. 
I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know what to do. And my mom has no clue of even what to tell me, to help me out. And it's hard because I don't even know who to talk to. I'm actually thinking about considering going to therapy, you know? I'll do another podcast with therapists. <laughs> we feel fucked up shit when we tell you. Just like my life. Come jump in and get, let's get fucked up. Uh, well, that's another reason why we do this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, because it's therapeutic. You know, it's our our uh, time to detox and stuff, you know, and talk to y'all. Because we're toxic! But, so, but yeah, so Marcel can kind of relate to the situation because, you know, he was... He grew up without his father. You know, I've been fortunate to have my dad in my life for all 26 years of it, you know. Um, and I've, I've been fortunate to have a stepfather also who's been around for most of my life as well. Um, you know, so I, I, could, I couldn't even imagine, you know, being in Hobson's shoes or being in Marcel's shoes and dealing with, dealing with that, you know. It's definitely, you know, something that is hard to fathom you know and yeah man like but yeah my, my heart goes out to hops and and i'm hoping that he'll gain a, access to a visa in australia and he'll be back, allowed back in the country to go see his son because i feel like that's something that he definitely needs to do as far as the album goes no shame i think it's one of hobson's best albums um and yeah, I, I definitely recommend recommend everyone go go buy it, go buy a hard copy, listen to it on Spotify. Yeah, man, Hobson is the shit <laughs> for sure. He's the shit. Um, but yes. Uh, so uh, let's talk about some of the uh, one of this uh, one of the actresses in Hollywood. Her name is Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, you've probably seen her in Hunger Games and various other movies. And mm, she's making me hungry. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, and uh, there's an article that came out where Jennifer Lawrence admitted that she is a complete asshole in public. And the reason why she's an asshole in public is so that way she can avoid awkward encounters with fans. I kind of have a problem with that. Because as an actress, actor, celebrity, like, the fans make you into what you are, you know? And the fact that she becomes that person in public, so that way she can avoid talking to her fans, I think that's just kind of fucking fucked up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you and I, we have fans, you know, we have fans of our YouTube channel, our podcasts, and stuff like that. And they interact with us, and we're more than happy to interact with them. And yeah, like because the, the fans make you into what you are, dude. You know, I mean, it's it, it's like it, yeah, it's it's no different. You know, with uh, with you know, like WWE wrestlers, you know, because you know, I mean, they wouldn't be as popular as they are if the fans didn't make them that way. You know. And just like we wouldn't be shit without our fans that we, you know, make content content for, you know. And then it's the same thing with other YouTubers out there as well. Like Rice Gum, uh, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, they wouldn't be shit without the fans. Without their fans, they would not be anything. And like just like Hood Gaming TV, 
you know, we're fans of him. You know, Hood wouldn't be where he's at if it wasn't for people like us supporting his channel and stuff. So yes, you have to respect your fan base. You definitely have to. And I mean, like, what I take from it is that, I mean, she becomes an asshole when she goes into public to avoid fans. And, and let me tell you, stop being an asshole, Jennifer. Just stop. Be who you are. I'm an asshole and people still love me. It might be not be intentional, but I mean, it's there. And even like my ex-girlfriend, she's a bitch. She knows she is. I'm not telling you that she's a bitch out of like hating her. I'm telling you this because she already knows. <laughs> and I was still with her because I mean, I love that bitch side of her. He was a little, a little bit feisty. But my point is like, be who you are. Don't be something that you're not. Cause you're, you're like, I mean, you're up there with that fame and you will drop down the rock bottom again. And, like, I mean, if I could, like, I want my fans to get a hold of me, talk to me. I, I want to connect with them. Like, I mean, I want to see what they want to hear, like, want me to talk about. Or if I see me do. I do it, like, all the time. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll say, like, you know, hit me up on what, what game you want to see me play. Talk about, you know, what, what shit you want to see me fuck up on. I'm already doing a good job at life, but, I mean, give me some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Be yourself. If you can't be yourself, then you need to take a step back from life and society. Focus on who you are. Otherwise, you're going to go down a road that has a lot of twists and turns, and you're going to spin out of control and go right down it in a fiery ball and crash and burn in hell. Don't be an asshole to avoid people. Just like, I mean, nicely tell them, hey, I don't want to talk. Like, I'm an asshole and I even let people know that I'm not in the mood to talk to them. All right? I I'm nice about it. I could be a dick and hit them in the nuts and be like, I don't want to talk. Go fuck yourself. But I'm not. I just kindly tell them like, hey, I got to do this real quick, man. All right, come back to me in a little bit. Be nice. Shit, that's a lot. That's one thing that this, this today's society is struggling at. Oh, don't be nice. Push people away. You'll push people away and have no one, and then commit suicide. You want that, Jennifer? Huh? You want that? I'm gonna next to your bed, thinking about it all the time. Huh? You want to pull the trigger? You want to see your kids again? Charlie, I don't know if she has kids or not. Does she? I don't know if she does or not. You want to see your man again? Wait, is she a lesbian? No. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, she's not a lesbian. At least I don't think she is. <laughs> you want to see your man again? Start being nice. Because he probably will leave you if you're an asshole. Trust me. They will leave. Oh, she might be still bitter that her uh, sex tape leaked out. You know, <laughs> Wait a minute, where is it? <laughs> on the internet, where everything else is Marcel. <laughs> Like my dick pics? No! I'm kidding, everyone. I, I really hope you don't have any dick pics floating around on the internet. <laughs> I, I feel like we should search this right now. No, no, we're not. We're not searching Marcel dick pics on the internet. <laughs> Let's see how long my loins really are. I mean, you can do that in your spare time, and then you can tell our fans if you have dick pics out there. 
Eight inches. All right, that's a little too much than they needed to know. <laughs> you know what? I don't even know how big it is. It just is big enough to get the job done. That's all you really need to know. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's what Marcel's dick can do. <laughs> get the job done. Yeah, get the job done. That that should be a, a t-shirt idea. <laughs> get the job done. <laughs> Probably you're coming up with some good shit. Oh wow. I mean, last week uh, when we were on with Keith, it was uh, just take it. Just take it. And now we're uh, now we're now we're doing. Let's get the, it gets the job done. So uh, it's a Nike Nike thing. Just take it. Yeah, just take it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. So we're gonna talk about smart condoms. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Talking about dicks. <laughs> well, speaking of dicks, um. There's, there's this uh, new condom out, or it's going to come out. It's going to be like the first ever Fitbit uh, style condom. Yeah, it's called the, the smart condom because we live in a, in a world where there's smart technology everywhere. Smartphones. We live in a smart world. <laughs> yeah, a smart world, even though we're dumb as fuck. Dumb as apes. <laughs> but yeah, so this condom is going to measure a man's performance in the bedroom. And it also can detect if STDs are present as well. Also, it will also help with condom slippage. <laughs> slippage? <laughs> yes. So, and I, I, I've been there. I've been there before. I've had condoms slip off and and uh, just break on me, you know. And, it, and, you know, like, when that happens, you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Better pull out. I hope it's strong. I mean, I mean, thankfully, you know, it wasn't, you know, to the point where it could have been a problem. But, you know, but anyways, this condom is supposed to help detect STDs, which I think is a good thing. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, here, ladies and gentlemen, sex is great, but safe sex is the best practice. You know, you want to make sure that, you know, you're with somebody who can't give you a potentially life-changing disease, you know, like HIV, uh, herpes, gonorrhea, chlamydia, stuff like that, you know. You definitely want to protect yourself. Yeah, that's why condoms, condoms, condoms are a must. Condoms! Yes, condoms. As for, and, and, and for all those, um, you know, teenage guys that are listening to our podcast, the best condoms to invest in are either Lifestyles or Magnums. Those are the best ones to invest in. Do not buy fucking Trojans. I don't care what the commercials tell you. They are shit. I just realized a lot of guys are going to show off and buy Magnums because, you know, they're big. First off, ladies, don't ever believe a man that he's big, especially in the wintertime. Don't let him fuck around with you, because once his dick hits the cold, it shrinks. Shrinkage. <laughs> shrinks. But now, I mean, when it when it's nice and warm and hot and hard, it, it grows. You want a grower, not a shower, you know? A shower, he, he just, he's there to kind of make you happy. Now, a grower knows how to put on the show. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, yeah. Well, the smart condom is gonna help. It really is. 
and I might need it because I don't know if I'm doing a good job, a bad job. I know I get the job done. <laughs> get the job done, ladies and gentlemen, with Marcel's cock. At the happy hour. <laughs> At the happy hour, motherfucker. Like, what's, like, I mean, the last person I had mm, had intercourse, sex with. <laughs> intercourse. Uh, Such a passe term. No, I should have fucked my ass. Give me a hit. What the fuck? <laughs> but anyways, like the last person I, I had sex with, like I went really long, which was surprising to me, and it was hard because I was. <laughs> yeah, it was hard, all right. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was to the point that I was sweaty. All right, I don't like, like I don't like being body to body with somebody sweating. I I did that in wrestling, and I didn't like it at all. I practically half the time pushed them off of me. Oh, you like wrestling around with sweaty guys? No! <laughs> you little fucking bitch. How am I a bitch? <laughs> Don't make me fight you right now. Oh, God. But anyways, like the last person I had intercourse with, all I know is that I made him, you know, climax come, you know. Climax come? <laughs> climax come. <laughs> <laughs> like, over six times. I mean, uh, that's, that's pretty good. Pretty yeah. good, but I mean, last time I checked, like the last number we both got to was six, and that was about halfway through before I even finished. So who knows how many times I made her come? All I know is it was more than six, but I mean, I need this condom so I know how long I should last to at least give them, give them like kind of what they want before I need to just like you know quit yeah. before I over do it mm-hmm. like I did last time. It was long and hard, man. Yeah, I bet it was. It worked my stamina. I mean, I could run longer now. <laughs> I could go for a long period of time. Oh, my God. Am I lift the, might need to lift a rate on this podcast, if possible. Another lifting? Oh, my goodness. That's two in, like, a month. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like... But, yeah, like, was, here's the thing. Like, you know... As far as, like, the longest I've had sex was, like, four hours tops. And, like, and that's just not, like, you know... You like, at least do horror in there, right? Well, yeah, obviously. But it's not... We did it. But, like, but that's the thing. It was, like, you know, a variation of different things. You know, there was intercourse. There was oral sex. Fingering. Shit like that, you know. And, like... Yeah, like, it, that was the longest run I had, personally. The shortest run I've had, three minutes. But that's only because I was drunk. When I am drunk, I will come in five minutes or less. Because, I don't know, alcohol just has that reverse effect on my sex performance. I've never had sex drunk. It, it's, I, I suck. So if, any, so if I get drunk and shit like that... And a girl wants to have sex with me, they're going to be highly disappointed. <laughs> I've never had sex drunk. I've tried to. You know, it doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I get it in there, but it just doesn't last very long. <laughs> it feels so good! But, yeah, so the new smart condom, I don't know when they're coming out with it, but I think it's going to be... Uh... Hopefully soon. Shit. Well, I think it, I think it will definitely be a a, a nice uh, innovation for the world. 
and Death Pfeiffer, you know, the sex. Fucking long ass over here. <laughs> fucking long ass. Long ass will fucking last too long. Well, I mean, like that four-hour session. I, I mean, I, I mean, I had several. She had several orgasms. I had several orgasms. So you know, it was. You know what? I'm. I've only had one normally. I like to have two, or maybe yeah. even three, depending on my day. <laughs> depending on the day. Yeah, maybe I need four. Shit, who knows? Who knows? Jesus, Jesus knows. Oh, let's not get into that. Talk about God on the podcast. Uh, the Holy Lord! Um, but let's uh, transition back into sad topics. <laughs> sad topic, oh my god! Uh, I mean, a little known fact about me and Marcel, we're animal lovers. Uh, I'm a dog lover especially, so this one kind of gets to me. Um, there's been a recent um, incident involving uh, bone treats for dogs. Apparently, like several dogs have been dying because of these bone treats. Like 15 dogs have died because of the, this certain brand of bone treats. Like it's caused the dogs to get fatally ill and then they, they die. You know, I think it's, yeah, it definitely sucks. And here's the thing, like if I, if I have a dog and stuff like that, I don't give them bone treats, you know, for reasons like that, you know, because like, here's the thing, when you have a, when you have a dog, you know, you've got to make sure that you're, that you're, uh, taking care of the dog, you know, you have to make sure that they're eating the right food, you know, because they, they just can't eat any kind of dog food, you know, they have to have the dog food that is best for them, and you can't feed your dog, um, you know, uh, people food because, you know, because it could definitely, you know, ca cause something to their digestive system and then they become sick that way, you know, so you have to be careful. Because I, I know people go to McDonald's and stuff like that and they get, you know, like, you know, a cheeseburger and stuff like that for their dog and feed it to them and shit. But, like, you, you got, you got to, you know, take care of your animal. You have to. Because if you don't, then they're probably not going to live a long life, you know. And Marcel, like you've been around dogs, you know, quite often in your life and everything like that. Like, what is your whole take on that? My whole take on that is I'm gonna cry. Not right now. <laughs> I actually like today. Like today was my day off. I went over to my mom's house. You know, spent some time with the family. Kind of had like family night. I wasn't expecting it to be as long as it was. But it was, anyways. Uh, like today, my mom made like a little special plate for my uncle's dog, and I mean, I love my dog, my uncle's dog, not my dog. And like he, he ate some beans. You know what beans do to a dog? Gives him the shits. Yes, the mean shits. And I swear to God, if you're if. You, like, I mean, you have friends that give really bad farts and you're like, I'm going to die. Wait until you meet this dog. You will die. <laughs> I smell one of his farts and dear God, I passed out. In the middle of a movie. I missed about half of it. I died for at least 30 seconds. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was like 30 minutes. <laughs> and, and, and 
it was just, I mean, with this going on, like I've had dogs all around my life, my, like my almost my entire life. I never really haven't had my own personal dog, but I've like had dogs in and out of my life. And like, I mean, I wanna get, I wanna get animals. I wanna get a dog. I wanna get a cat. You know. But the thing is, like, giving them certain treats that potentially like endanger their life makes me like not wanna give them treats like that. I give them the soft, chewy shit so that they live longer. Cause that is my best friend and if he dies, I die. That's how the bond works. We never give up. I miss you, Chucky. Oh my God. Uh, I don't have a dog named Chucky, but you get the point. Right. And if you're going to do something special for your dog, cook up a steak. You know, give him... Now, don't give him the fucking bone, obviously, but, you know... No! Give him the bone! No. Then he becomes stronger. And then choke on it and die? I think not. Ah, he'll be fine. He won't choke. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, but no... I've done this many a times. No, but no, cook up up a steak, you know, and whatnot, and mix them with his his food and whatnot. Chop it up into, like, little pieces, you know? Yeah, chop up in little pieces and feed it to him, you know? If you're going to do something special for your dog, then do do something like that, you know? So... All right, well, that will cover the content of the podcast. I do have a um, something to announce. Um, we have a new production company. It is called Empire Action Productions. And what Empire Action Productions is going to do, we're going to produce films. So this, so Cold Game, which I announced um, a while back ago that I'm currently writing the script for, that will be the first film under the uh, Empire Action Productions insignia. And also this podcast and then Lucas Rojas' rant show will also be under Empire Action Productions. And yeah, so all of our content will be produced under this production company. And yeah, I'm, I mean, this I think it's, you know, going to be cool to do. You know, and I'm and obviously this is you know, my production company, but, you know, Marcel will have a big part in it as well. You know, I mean, I'm sure Marcel would want, want to be involved with, you know, the Cold Game and any other projects that I have on tap for the future, as well as our YouTube content, because we're going to be taking things to the next level in 2018. You know, and it's not just me and Marcel, it's Lucas. And we hope to have the K&A show a part of that in some way, shape, or form. I feel like this podcast, I was just stupid. <laughs> but, yeah, we're going to the next level. Hopefully, I will be doing more stupid shit like this, you know? And, and, and the reason why we haven't been putting out videos on our YouTube page is because we're trying to work out quality issues um, and stuff like that because I mean yeah I could do videos off the webcam and stuff like that but I want to make sure our everything's quality for you guys I, w- I want the best for not only us but for the fans as well and have an overall great fan experience that way when we upload a video you guys are not only you know loving the content but you're also digging the, you know the quality and the the camera shots and everything like that so i mean we did have a camera before that was shit yeah that camera fucking sucked i I don't know what the fuck it definitely wasn't as advertised yeah 
That was fucking bullshit, man. It was. But we're definitely working on it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at VisionOn1. You can follow Marcel at Master underscore Cujo. Please follow me and I will get in touch with you to talk about what's some things like we should just talk about on the on the show. Like maybe there's something you want to be like talked about, you know? Yeah, I mean I mean why don't why don't we do the, extend that to the fans? Like what what some what are some subjects you want us to talk about? on next week's podcast. And by the way, um, for episode number 10, because this is episode number eight, and then the part two of Keith will be number nine. Number 10, I think we're gonna do it live on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. so on the CNN Entertainment YouTube channel, we will be doing an episode of the CNN podcast live. Well, I mean, either our main channel or on the podcast YouTube channel. I'm not sure which one we're gonna do yet. But, um, but yes, we will have a live episode of the podcast for episode number 10 and yeah so um if, if there's anything you want us to discuss in the live show uh please let us know you can tweet either me or marcel and we will definitely uh get that you know jotted down for next week so uh yeah that'll, that'll conclude episode number eight of the cnm podcast stay tuned later on in the week for uh part two of our conversation conversation with our good friend Keith Zuccarelli from the KNA show and stay tuned for episode number 10 live next week. Woo! We're signing out. Deuces. The following has been an Empire Action Productions presentation.